This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, May 19th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, the savage one, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how you doing this morning? Doing good, buddy. It is, uh, what are we, hump day? It's the middle of the week. Uh, doing good, man. Uh, how are you? Doing well, you know, had a good night last night. Uh, as you mentioned, it is the middle of the week. So, uh, you know, it, it's been a good week so far. Not uh, not too crazy. Uh, you know, Jesse's been out of town, so I've been batching, batching hey, it up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my meals have consisted of uh, pizza and macaroni and cheese and everything that a four-year-old would eat. But uh, other than that, having a good time. Yep, tonight's hot dogs, man. That's your next thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut up the hot dogs in the mac and cheese, yes. and then have well, some that, have some dino shaped uh, chicken nuggets. No, there you go. That's perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. It's uh, aside from a wasted morning wrenching away on the car. Uh, not bad. Good. <laughs> not bad Good. day. Yeah. Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host Tony. I know uh, at some point you thought about possibly having kids would you have a preference in if you wanted a boy or a girl if you ever did have kids yeah i always wanted a boy but i would have been happy as long as the kid was happy you know healthy and i wouldn't have mind boy or girl um but i but i used to want the boy to carry on the the uh san filippo name the spark name Um, yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah there that was that but uh there's not gonna be a kiddo so (laughs) <laughs> well, needless to say, if you were having a girl, you wouldn't be too upset, right? No, no, I'd be happy. All right. All right. Well, all that goes to say that a father-to-be proved himself the biggest baby at his future child's gender reveal. A viral TikTok video from the spring has captured the moment a dad learned that his unborn kid will be a girl, a fact he seems not very happy about. While the rest of the crowd present. Uh, present erupts in cheers as a pregnant woman pops a balloon covered in question marks that proves to be filled with smaller pink balloons, revealing that the woman will be having a daughter. The father has quite a different reaction. Son of a bitch, he appears to scream, throwing down the balloon string in frustration and turning away from the party guests, all smiling but him. The video, which is po- uh, was posted on April 25th, has racked up over 566,000 views on the platform. 
The reaction is certainly not the best, but other recent gender reveals have gone up in bigger, far bigger flames. Earlier in April, a particularly rambunctious gender reveal in New Hampshire shook homes in uh, neighboring towns, uh, was felt across state lines and prompted earthquake concerns because it caused such a huge blast. It turns out revelers had detonated 80 pounds of tannerite to celebrate the fact that the baby was a boy. So, uh, yeah, you know, getting upset over the gender of your baby is nothing compared to essentially blowing up your neighborhood. But, uh, yeah, you don't want to be caught on film losing your mind because you're not having a boy. Yeah, you just be happy as long as the kid's healthy and it's uh, all you can hope for, right? And then you you try again after uh, after about a year. <laughs> get back out there and do it again. Or as some people do right after the baby's born and you can uh, do your spe- secret tickle time. You have a name for it? As soon as you can do that, then yeah. Try again. Well, and it looks like in based on the video, the mom is holding a uh, one, one-and-a-half-year-old girl. Um, so my guess is this was a second try at least, and uh, the fact that he's having uh-huh. another girl doesn't make him too happy. You know, I've got two boys. I, I love the fact that I have boys. Um, you know, having a girl would be sort of a weird thing for me just because I, I can't really relate to little girls. But at the same time, I don't think I'd be quite that upset. No. What a pity. (laughs) Too bad. (laughs) And I'll be posting this on our Facebook page. So if you guys want to uh, watch the video for yourself, uh, it is pretty funny. Uh, You can check it out and uh, have a good little chuckle and uh, revel in this guy's uh, misery because it's not on you. (laughs) We can't wait till the little girl is all grown up and she sees this video. She's going to feel real real good about it because it's gone viral. So, yep. I'm sure I'm sure one day she's going to see it and be like, wow, my dad was really happy to have me. And he's going to have to smooth it over and say, well, I love him happy now. But at the time, I threw a temper tantrum and always blew up the neighborhood. <laughs> either that lots, or, to it, lots to explaining to do. Yep. Either that or it's going to result in a lot of therapy bills. But in <laughs> right. any case, folks, it is Wednesday. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Hump day! Yeah! It is hump day, and as we do on Wednesdays, we've got Words Are Hard. We have a segment called Side Hustles, and of course, we round out the day with This Day in History. Folks, do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Something right here, uh huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot on surprises and delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media dot U-S forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it?
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've got a little thing we talk about each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe uh, your daughter will have future therapy bills because you actually wanted a son. We want to hear about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Boy, words are hard, which is a perfect segue into our Wednesday topic that we cover each and every Wednesday. You know, we talk about the English language, the uh, difficulty of it, and some of the oddness that uh, it produces in a segment I like to call, well, Words Are Hard. All right, Tone. So today's Words Are Hard is a revisit of an old favorite. And actually, you had mentioned it last week uh, when we were talking a little bit about, uh, you know, we had just rolled over our one-year anniversary. And one of the early segments that we did that we really enjoyed was the Mandela Effect. Now, the Mandela Effect is something that is remembered very differently from the way it actually occurred, um, but uh, popularly remembered that way. So... um, you know, <clears throat> its namesake, uh, Nelson Mandela, people assumed that he had died back in the 80s in prison. He lived till, what, 1999. He was freed from yeah. prison. But everybody remembered that he died in the 80s for the most part. So that's what we're looking at is actually movie quotes that are affected by the Mandela effect. Most famous of that would be from The Empire Strikes Back. Everybody assumes, Luke, I am your father. When the actual quote is, no, I am your father, there's no Luke in there. And so uh, that's what we're going to be talking about. Tony, I'm going to try and bounce some of these off of you, see if you remember them, and see if you are a victim of the Mandela effect. So let's go ahead and get into our first one. Here in Words Are Hard. All right, going to start out with an easy one, Tony. The movie is Apollo 13. What is the famous line when shit starts going down? Houston, we have a problem. That is the way most people remember it. The actual quote is, uh, Houston, we've had a problem. Even just oh. a, 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 a tense, pretense, post-tense, whatever it is, little changes like that. You know, most people remember it differently, just like you had. Yeah, it's Houston, we've had a problem. Let's move on. It's a good example of it, right? Exactly. Like, if I would have nailed it, you'd have been like, ooh, that didn't work so well. You actually knew it. <laughs> Moving on, uh, words are hard. <laughs> movie quotes that are the victim of the Mandela effect. Uh, Tony, the movie is Dirty Harry. Clint Eastwood's pointing his uh, 44 Magnum at uh, the, the punk, as you will. What is the quote that you remember? Go ahead. Um, not, go make, ahead. not make my day. It's not that one? Nope. It's uh, because isn't it go ahead, punk, make my day? You're close. It's do you feel lucky, punk? Or at least that's the way most people remember it. Okay. The actual question is you've got to ask yourself one question Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? So, yeah, vastly different, similar words, but uh, most people just say, Do you feel lucky, punk? And assume, Oh, that's Dirty Harry. That's it. 
All right. Moving on. Words are hard. This one I'm going to throw at you, Tone. I don't know if you quite remember it, but uh, it's worth a try. Uh, The movie is The Graduate. Do you remember what the famous line from that is? Um, the graduate was Dustin Hoffman. He had the affair or like he slept with an older lady, Mr. Robinson, right? Exactly. Um, I don't remember any of the quotes, but I do remember of the movie. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, the misquote, most people remember it this way. Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce me? The actual quote, Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me, aren't you? Again. Similar words, slightly different, but most people remember it as, Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce me? Not the same. Not the same. Definitely not the same. No. That is, I do remember that line now, but off the top of my head, I just knew who was in it, I guess. (laughs) Well, we're going to get into a little bit easier territory here with uh, Words Are Hard. Talking Mandela Effect movie quotes that uh, people uh, don't quite remember the same way. The movie Tony is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And the uh, evil witch, when she's talking to her mirror, what does she say? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the biggest bitch of them all? <laughs> and it's not that the last part I just added for fun. Yeah. But it was uh, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? And again, that's the way most people remember it. It was actually magic mirror. Oh, the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? So uh, I'm in danger. Some <laughs> very different words. It wasn't mirror, mirror. It was magic mirror and fairest one of all, not fairest of them all. So... Again, you know, we're splitting hairs a little bit here, but that is the purpose of the Mandela effect. People just remember it differently. Let's move on with our next one here in Words Are Hard. What is the most famous line from the movie Jaws? We're going to need a bigger boat. That's the way you would... Or smile, you son of a bitch. At the end. Except that one is exactly what it says. In this case, we're going with the first one. Again, most people think it's, we're going to need a bigger boat. It's actually, you're going to need a bigger boat. That's true, because uh, they're on Quint's boat, and it's not quite big when old Bruce rolls in. Yep. Quint's the owner, but uh, yeah, most people remember it as, we're going to need a bigger boat. Oh, talking the Mandela effect. Misquoted. Movie quotes. Here's another one. Very, very famous quote that, uh, you know, again, people don't remember quite the same way. The movie, Tony, is Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. And again, everybody remembers it that way. It's actually, if you build it, he will come. And he referring to Ray Liotta, Kevin Costner's father in the movie. Um, Yeah. It's not they will come, that's a, it's he will that's come. That's also a line of an adult movie. If you if you beat it, he will come, right? That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the line. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> Head on over to Pornhub for that one. All right, let's keep moving on. We're talking. Oh, words are hard. <laughs> Mandela Effect movie quotes. Tony, this next one. There's a lot of quotable lines from this movie, but uh, probably the most famous from Wizard of Oz when... Uh, as soon as she goes from black and white to color, what does she say to her dog? <laughs> I don't think we're in Kansas anymore, Toto. 
Yeah, so most people remember it as Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Actual quote, and again, the reason behind the Mandela effect, Toto, I've a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Oh, see? Yeah. It's a good thing I'm not quoting these movies verbatim, you know? Not like the famous ones. (laughs) But you are perfectly proving the point that uh, most people remember these things differently. All right, uh, let's keep moving on. Talking words are hard. Mandela Effect movie quotes. Now, uh, there's been multiple iterations of this movie, but uh, there's always been sort of one line that's been constant across it. The movie, Tony, is Frankenstein. When Dr. Frankenstein brings the monster to life... Frankenstein, what's gotten into you? (laughs) What does Dr. Frankenstein exclaim as soon as he brings life to his monster? He's alive! Alive! And again, just one slight word change. It's actually, it's alive. Oh, it's alive. Yeah, yeah. again, you know, maybe he was upset that uh, he wasn't having a girl. You know, it's not he's alive, it's alive. So <laughs> <laughs> let's keep moving on. Words are hard. Again, we're talking Mandela Effect movie quotes that I remember just slightly different. Here's another one, uh, super famous movie, Silence of the Lambs, the first time Hannibal Lecter meets Clarice Starling. What does Hannibal say to the FBI agent? Hello, Clarice. Oh, Tony, you are so perfectly illustrating our point. The actual quote is actually, well, Clarice, not hello. He doesn't, it's not hello? He doesn't greet her. Hello, says, hello well. Clarice. Yep. <laughs> well, Clarice. All right, uh, moving on. Words are hard. Mandela Effect movie quotes. Again, another super famous, popular movie with a very famous line. It's not uh, leave the cannoli and take the gun or leave the gun, take the cannoli. Uh, But we're talking the Godfather. What does the Godfather say? you know, uh, about something that uh, he's going to do to one of his rivals. Oh, I thought it, the only one I remember from The Godfather is, I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. That's the exact line. Actually, exact it's line? Okay. close to the exact line. It's actually, I'm going to make an offer he can't refuse. Hmm. That's weird, yeah, because I... The one, the way I've always heard it is, I'm gonna make an offer you can't refuse. But yep, <laughs> believe it or not, I I can't recall seeing any of the Godfather movies. I think I tried what? to watch one as a kid. Yeah. Oh, Tony, Tony, that's a lot of time I don't have. It nowadays, is. Each but... one's about three hours long. Uh, the first two are fantastic. The third one wasn't so great, but. They just did a uh, released a director's cut, a Francis Ford Coppola cut of the that, third that, one. That's nine hours long. Which is yeah, yeah. and it's supposed to be yeah. a little bit better. All right, yeah. and then maybe fi- one day I'll watch it. Maybe. <laughs> oh, let's see, what's a good one? Well, all right, uh, words are hard. No, I was just looking through what I've got left, and some of these are a little more obscure. I'm just looking for You're something. You're going out with a limp biscuit here, aren't you? A little bit. But, uh, yeah. Tony, talking Mandela Effect movie quotes. The movie is Star Trek when, uh, you know, the ground crew is uh, in trouble and they want to get back on board the Enterprise. What did they tell their engineer? Beam me up, Scotty. But it's not going to be that because that's the way I remember it. But 
Beam me up, Scotty. And again, so close, it's actually beam us up, Scotty. Oh, yeah, hence, because it's us. Exactly. F these two. Beam me up, Scotty. (laughs) I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm back on the SS Enterprise. (laughs) Speaking of out of here, we are headed into a break. But when we come back, we've got a segment called Side Hustles. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. We're also available for TV streaming on your smart TV or mobile device. Just download the ngbn.tv app and uh, look for the Phoenix Media channel in there. You can uh, watch the live stream, you can watch us on demand or any of the other great Phoenix Media shows as well. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark, that's S-P-A-R-K 81, or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. So uh, in this segment, wanted to take a look at, uh, you know, side hustles. Side hustles are, uh, you know, side jobs that people do to earn a little extra money. Uh, they became very popular, obviously, during the pandemic when some people couldn't do their regular jobs. And, uh, you know, you see uh, a lot of people headed over to things like DoorDash or Grubhub and things along those lines to earn some money, get paid right away. Some people get paid uh, really well to do it. Others, not so much. But today we're going to be taking a look at some uh, mainstream and some more slightly obscure side hustles that people actually earned money on. So with that being said, let's go ahead and uh, kick into our first one. Shut up and take my money. What was that, Tone? I said kick it. I didn't realize Philip J. Fry was going to talk at the same time I, I, know, I, I said know. that. So <laughs> We thought alike there, you know? Yep. So this first one from user Rebeccaam. 4E and a whole bunch of other letters says, when I was younger, my second, jo- <laughs> my second job was as a, as a princess at kids' parties. You show up for an hour in a pretty dress and a wig, read a story, sing some songs, play a game, autograph a coloring page of yourself, let each kid select a prize from the prize box, have a crowning ceremony for the birthday girl, and spend time with some cuties at their absolute best. They want the princess to be like them. The parties were always on weekends, and you could book several in a weekend because the gig was so short. I made bank and had so much fun. I even went back multiple years for the same kiddo. If any of them ever suspected I wasn't a real princess, they kept it to themselves. Most of them believed it 100%. So, Tony, you know, with your uh, Sunday Monday off, you could go be a uh, a princess at a kid's party, Tony. Hello there. <laughs> I, I would be I would be quite hey, I trimmed up the uh the goatee and the stash so you know it, it it'd be a little just stubbly princess. There you go. Yeah, I'd slap a cigarette in. Alright, what do you want? This is Princess Snookums here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you little bitches. Shut up, yeah. Let me read you a story about fairy tale land. Oops, my jubbly fell out of my top again. Uh, this princess is a train wreck. 
I think it's a he, disaster piece. I think you'd make bank with that uh, character tone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't scare is. any kids, right? No, no. Beautiful princess. Beautiful. Exactly. Let's move on with side hustles. Shut up and take my money. Nina P says, Instacart, if you watch for high-paying batches before tips, you can cash out about $200 in a weekend. That's not too bad, $100 a day. And uh, it's funny because now when I go to the grocery store, yeah, you see the same people walking around on their cell phones and scanning things and putting them in the cart. It's an easy way to make a few bucks, you know? Yeah. When we first hit the pandemic at Costco, man, we had waves of the same people. It was the same ones. What they'd do is they literally would they'd get it, go get their thing, and they'd come right back to Costco and wait for that order. They'd already be in the parking lot, and that's all they did all day. Um, there was this, And I used to question because I'm like, well, that guy – He's going to your house so you feel safe, so you don't have to. But it's not like he changes his clothes. He goes in, <laughs> out, in, out, in, out. Although I will say there used to be that hot uh, Instagram or Instagram. Instacart. <laughs> Instacart gal. She looked like Penny from the Big Bang Theory. Ooh. She used to say hi all the time. Yeah, she was she was good. <laughs> but, you know, I don't think Instacart pays well anymore because you don't see her. Oh, or really? maybe it's because I'm in the dungeon now. I don't know. There you go. But uh, worth yeah. checking out if you need a side hustle uh, on the weekends. Speaking yes. of high side hustles, let's keep moving on. Shut up and take my money. Again, a little more obscure uh, now. And again, if you can fulfill a need that nobody else is filling, hell, why not? This from Adriana Hernandez says, My husband started selling guinea pig cage liners on Etsy and has made a killing. The shop is Guinea Pig Utopia, if anyone wants to check it out. Who, who would have thought that selling something as trivial as guinea pig cage liners would earn you a whole bunch of money? But if nobody else is filling that need, go for it. Guinea pig liners, guinea pig liners, you can go to Etsy and get guinea pig liners, guinea pig liners, now I am rich, bitch. I think you need to call them up and uh, pitch that, uh, that little pitch theme song. For them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's move on with side hustles. Shut up and take my money. Ooh, this next one, I don't know if I can get behind this because uh, it is teaching a future generation of something that uh, I don't think we need. This from user Cat Lady Academy. You can already guess where this is going. For my side hustle, I'm a cat lady coach. I run Cat Lady Academy, and I offer online courses and personal coaching to help cat ladies and cat dudes, too, create and maintain an amusing Instagram page for their kitty. I'm I'm out after that pun right there. I'm out. My startup costs were super low, and it became a profitable business really quickly. Tony, are you going to become a future cat dude with e- a meowsing Instagram page? <laughs> meow. Hi, everybody. It is a meowsing cat dude here. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Kitty Tales. I was going to use a different word. <laughs> oh, Kitty. I was going to use the B word, but I, I had Probably diverted. good you did. Probably There's kids, good you, you know, my little nephew Anders is watching. It's not like he knows what that is, but, you know, maybe my niece Annabelle is watching, so I had to divert there. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's keep moving on with side hustles. Shut up and take my money. Tony, this is one that uh, you and I could do. Might actually give it some thought. From user Blink182 fan says, I host trivia nights. 
It's a great way to make easy money and have fun. Plus, giving me a mic to make terrible jokes is always a good idea. I even got to host a couple of theme nights, Christmas, TV themes, dirty trivia. I started out as a player, and now I do both. There might be something there, Tell. There is some good stuff there. Um, It it would be fun to actually host trivia night if you got paid to do it. Um, I know the old bar down the street from my house in Brighton, they had trivia nights for like Friends, Star Wars, Disney and stuff. It was the same lady all the time. She really had bad jokes. So I guess maybe that's a thing. (laughs) Tony, you you, me housing. Tony, you got to move back to northern Nevada just so we can start the uh, trivia night sponsored by the Christian Phoenix radio show. Christian Phoenix is live in Carson City, Nevada. What's up, Cactus Jack? What? Where's all my 80-year-old bitches at, huh? Where's my golden girl trivia tonight? There you go. Let's get moving on. Side hustles. Shut up and take my money. I'm so glad that after reading through this, it's different than what I expected it to be. But uh, this user named The Cooling Rack 815 says, you're the cooling rack, yeah. I started selling lactation cookies. They come frozen, ready for you to bake locally or come baked. They taste amazing and work to boost milk production if you're breastfeeding. I'm so glad they added that last sentence because I thought lactation cookies were cookies made with breast milk. That's what I was going to go with. I had a theme song in mind for that. So. Ooh, that that would be uh, worrisome. <laughs> Titty milk cookies, so delish. Hot cha-cha-cha, it's booby milk cookies. It's so sweet. <laughs> booby milk cookies good for you and me Woo! well you're on a roll with booby these uh, jingles tone <laughs> yeah <laughs> the joys of just being a, a weirdo my friend exactly let's keep rolling on talking side hustles shut up and take my money earn a little extra money there on the side this from steven smg it's an odd one says, I used to teach at an international school in China, and I made and sold pickles to expats and some Chinese nationals. I priced it to cover the canning cost because it was just something I enjoyed doing. I did the same thing in South Korea. Now I'm in the States and just make them for family and friends. It's still fun. I guess, yeah, if you can't get traditional pickles in a place like China or South Korea, and there are other Americans there that uh, have a need for them, yeah, why not sell them? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, there's a lot of families that have, like, the special pickles. I dated a, a gal once, and her family was really big on pickling. Right. They were, they were, they just taste like pickles to me, but. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pickles are good. I, and I'm I'm a, a dill fan. I don't like the sweet relish pickles or yeah, the I don't butter like chips. Sweet pickles. Dude, I'm, I'm not big on this. I offended, I think, a few people at work yesterday because they asked about pickles, and I. It was uh, my friend had popcorn flavored. uh, Oh, sorry. Pickle flavored popcorn in the locker we share. And and she's like, don't eat my popcorn. I go, oh, I'm going to eat the whole bag. She goes, well, it's pickle flavored. I'm like, you can eat the whole bag. (laughs) It's all yours. (laughs) Yeah, just the pickle flavored stuff. I'm good. Pickle shots. You know, I just I got to be in a mood for for pickled stuff. It's. It's not like I'm disgusted by it, but I kind of am at times. All right. Fair enough. Don't be in my Chick-fil-A sandwich, man. You ruined the damn bun. <laughs> it soaks in, man. Yep. And then finally here in Side Hustles. Shut up and take my money. People making a little extra money here on the side. Hey, this one might have been written by our friend Lori's sister 
from uh, user Lola Rose says, my boyfriend's mom is a paralegal, but on the side, she makes resin items like personalized tumblers. She started selling them for $30 a piece on Facebook. We might just know somebody who does exactly that and, uh, you know, makes quite the killing doing so. Yeah, we got to give a shout out to him. I had, uh, I, you know, Bella Fox and Friends. Check them out. If you need some personalized tumbler, tumblers, see our friends Lori and Jolene at Bella Fox and Friends. Look at that. Nice little shameless, shameless plug for them. plug for our friends. Lori and Jolene. Well, folks, that does it for this segment. When we come back, we're heading into the final segment of the show, and you know what that means. It's time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, and we've made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I like it. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring, which is why we do this segment each and every day. We like to drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. This day in history, with your correspondent on the beat, Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, let's go ahead and kick things off this day in 1506. Christopher Columbus selects his son, Diego Columbus, as his sole heir. Hopefully, uh, Christopher didn't have other kids because they would be pissed to find out just the one kid gets everything left to him. I found out that I had a daughter and I was so frustrated that I decided that my son, Diego would be the sole heir to my Quaker Oats fortune. And you cannot claim that you discovered the world. I discovered the new world. But Diego, it is yours. Sorry, daughter. Not yours. Is that what Christopher Columbus would have sounded like? Yes! (laughs) Just like that every day. (laughs) A little bit like Snaggletooth or the Mad Hatter. Yes! (laughs) Let's move on this day in 15... I can't, I can't see that. 1536, Anne Boleyn, the second wife of English King Henry VIII, is beheaded at the Tower of London on charges of adultery, incest, and treason. As we mentioned yesterday, her four lovers were executed, all just a ploy for uh, Henry VIII to uh, get a new wife. None of them oh actually God, were yeah. lovers with her. So like yesterday, we killed all the people that you banged, Today, off with the head. <laughs> hey, he was a what a vicious husband. And the fact that people watched that back in the day, ooh. yeah, yeah, that was entertainment back then, you know. That was legit savage. Yep. Oof. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1896, the very first automobile by Carl Benz arrives in the Netherlands. Of course, Carl Benz is part of the duo of Gottlieb Daimler. 
Carl Benz, Mercedes-Benz, creators of the very first automobile, which uh, I've got a nice little personal connection to. I like it. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, here's one we talked about yesterday, this day in 1912. AL President Ban Johnson tells Tigers if they continue protest of Ty Cobb's suspension, they will be banned from baseball. As we mentioned yesterday, there were amateurs who filled in for uh, you know those who were protesting. Of course, they lost miserably. But uh, yeah, I think the AL President had just enough and uh, kind of demanded them back uh, if, if they didn't come back on their own. Yeah. It's like you don't want to come back, you're done. Don't you're not coming back ever. Exactly. That's enough. That's enough to end a protest. It's like, oof, how far are you going to make your stance? Yeah, I'll come back. Yep. Yep. It's like, uh, oh, what was that movie with uh, Keanu Reeves and The Replacements? Oh, The Replacements. Yeah. yeah Shane Falco. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a good movie. I enjoyed that. That was actually a really good movie, too. Yeah. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1962, Stan Musial breaks Honus Wagner's National League hit record with 3,431. And it still blows my mind that Honus Wagner's rookie card is the most expensive baseball card on the face of the planet even though most people aren't really familiar with who he is yeah he's not like a synonymous name if you said honus wagner generally people aren't gonna know unless you watch this show in this segment then you know (laughs) people really only know of him because of the value of his baseball card this is true it's a self-fulfilling prophecy no one else is ever named honus yep Oh, moving on this day in 1977 it is wednesday 77 Words are hard. The film Smokey and the Bandit, starring Burt Reynolds, Sally Field, and Jackie Gleason, premieres in New York City. Of course, that famous Trans Am black with the uh, oh, that golden uh, eagle on the front. Uh, oh, yeah. Firebird Phoenix, obviously a, a car that I wanted growing up. I had a version of that, a 1992 version, but uh, great car, fun movie. Yeah, real fun. Not the sequel. But the first one. Right. <laughs> exactly. Let's move on. This day in 1980, Ringo Starr and Barbara Bach are involved in a car crash. I wonder what that would have sounded like, Tone. Yeah. Oh, my God, Barbara. We just got in a car wreck. That guy jumped right out in front of me, I swear. <laughs> right. My British accent still really bad today. I'll take it. <laughs> it's my bad beetle accent. That's what we'll call that. They all sound the same. I'm Ringo. Let's move on this day in 1983. Weird Al Yankovic gives a live performance at the Wax Museum in Washington, D.C. Is there any other venue that's more Weird Al than a Wax Museum? No, that's actually pretty awesome. It's fitting. What I would have liked to have seen back in the day is, did he pose like as a wax figure and then all of a sudden go, I'm fat, I'm fat, Jim on. <laughs> I'm sure, well, fat wouldn't have been existed in 83. No, no. But at the same time, I'm sure he had a little fun with the uh, wax figures that were around him. Yeah. What songs could he have peri- uh, been a parody in oh, yeah. 1983? Because uh, everything came in the late 80s, uh, early 90s for him. Yoda, maybe? No, Yoda came way later. Was it? Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. If you guys Friday know, will yeah, me. I was going to say, Friday feel free to chime Mike in. They're big Weird Al fans. Big Weird Al fans. Let's move on this day in 1984 in the Stanley Cup final. Northland's Coliseum in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Wayne Gretzky scores twice as Edmonton Oilers beat the New York Islanders 5-2 for a 4-1 series win, the Oilers' first Stanley Cup title. And uh, Wayne Gretzky still 
arguably the, not even arguably the, great. the greatest of he all is, time. He is the face of hockey for sure. He's the like Michael Jordan is basketball, Wayne Gretzky is hockey. So, oh, go abs, go baby. I was going to say, when's their next game, Tone? Yeah. Uh, I think tonight. All right, all right. Well, let's move on. This day in 1989, Do the Right Thing, directed by Spike Lee, starring Danny Aiello and Ozzie Davis, premieres at the Cannes Film Festival. It was required watching while I was in film school, and a great piece of work from Spike Lee. Um, Obviously, it uh, raised a lot more conversations than it left behind, which is part of why it was so great. Yeah. Do the Right Thing. Also, yeah, Avs play tonight. Okay. Go Avs. This day in 1992, Some Gave All, debut album by Billy Ray Cyrus is released. It's the Billboard Album of the Year in 1993. And Tony, I know you know the famous song that came out of that one. Achy Breaky Heart. But that's not, like, how is that? Was it just the album of the year just for that one song? Yeah, so. Um, don't, don't think you understand. Billboard for an entire, what we would call an album is actually record of the year. So the entire body of work album of the year is for a single song. And then song of the year has some other, it's, it's all convoluted. Well, and I know back in the day you had to buy the whole album just for the one song. Yep. Yeah. So yep. I'm not su- super familiar with a lot of early albums. Cause I used to, as a younger person, I'd listen to just the stuff I knew. <laughs> I didn't really give the other stuff a test where nowadays you let everything play and you're like, Oh, that's good. That's crap. It's funny. I'm the opposite. I I'm an album guy. If the album front to back for the most part, isn't good. I won't give it another listen. Even if there's a single song on there that I like. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just the way I'm wired. Let's move on this day in 1997, The Lost World Jurassic Park, directed by Steven Spielberg and starring Jeff Goldblum and Julianne Moore, premieres in the U.S. Um, And probably in those trio of movies, the second best. The third one is very forgettable. Yeah, definitely. This one was good up until the ending when the when the Tyrannosaurus Rex is roaming through San Diego. Right. (laughs) That part was stupid. But otherwise, the Lost World was pretty damn good. Yep. And then, uh, oh, I remember where I was on this day in 1999, because Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, directed by George Lucas, starring Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman, and Liam Neeson, is released in cinemas. I was managing the Carson City Movie Theater, and uh, I got to see it two days before anybody else, and those poor, poor campers on the street could be disappointed with everybody else when it was, well, released today. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed it. I know I know a lot of people thought it was crappy because of Jar Jar, but even if you go back and watch it, it's not a bad movie, and the pod racing was awesome. It was. It was, you know, but at the time, a lot of people were disappointed. And then finally, yeah. this day in 2007, Pirates of the Car- Caribbean at World's End, directed by Gore Verbinski, starring Johnny Depp, Kieran Knightley, and Orlando Bloom, premieres in Anaheim. I realize that's where they did that. Oh, at Disneyland. Oh, well, that makes sense. I feel bad, man. Johnny Depp's got a bad rep now. He does. I wish he he has like no money because of all this anymore. He made a lot of bad business decisions and stuff. Uh, I hope he can rebound and I'd love to see him back. I know they're going to move forward with a female version of it, but uh, he'll rebound. He'll he'll be back. Well, let's let's run down some of today's holidays where we talk about the things that we celebrate today. Uh, A lot to get through in a short amount of time. So today is Boys Club Day. Today is Celebrate Your Elected Officials Day. Yeah, I'll pass on that. Mm. 
It yeah. is Emergency Medical Services for Children Day. It is May Ray Day. Okay. Turn Beauty Inside Out Day. National Hepatitis Testing Day. National Devil's Food Cake Day. Yummy. And World IBD Day. Inner in, Inflammatory Bowel Disease. Ooh, something to uh, celebrate. Folks, that does it for today's show. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode and Florida Man because it's Thursday. We'll see y'all tomorrow. I like turtles. Thank <laughs> you.